Hello again, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the Help on the Way podcast, where tonight's main event is December 28th, 1969. Santa was absolutely, I guess he wasn't coming to town. He already left town. Uh, he, 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 left for, he was rocking he, out to the Grateful Dead. You are correct. He was on day three of his Hollywood, Florida vacation, and it just so happened that Santa Claus attended that night at the Hollywood Pop Festival, where he saw the one and only Grateful Dead. I am your co-host, The Game, here with my fellow co-hosts, Knob and Fig. Let's go ahead and give them a 10 days till Christmas good evening, friends. 10 days oh, ho, till ho. Christmas. Good evening, friends. I, I got myself lost in that <laughs> intro. It'll be... It'll be three days by the time this yeah, airs. Yeah, it'll be three but days. For us, it's oh, lots, more Christmas, lots more cheer by the time people hear this. We need to start yeah. putting in some little cheater notes for how many days <laughs> this airs on the show sheet. I'll anyway, put that in the show sheet, yeah. Anyway, we're going to dive right oh, in. We have, a, um, we have a jam-packed show for everyone this lovely evening. Uh, so we're going to start with the Channel 6 News um, and Fairly quiet news week, truthfully, except uh, Dave's Picks 46 was announced, and it is a September 1972 show. Uh, Nob, do you know the specifics on that? Yeah, uh, sort of, kind of. It's not a show I'm super familiar with. Uh, it's at the Hollywood Palladium, where they've done some really cool shows. The The 71 Palladium shows are... Uh, more like fan legendary but this show it's september 72 you really can't argue with the dead at this point it's all it's got some a really cool set list a uh the other one el paso what more could you want it does sound yeah. like the perfect 1972 show <laughs> now, yeah, i have a question about a good, dave's yeah. picks i i got the email about dave's picks it came out uh yesterday and they talk about CDs, and honestly, I am in a post-CD world. My car does not have a CD player, yeah. and I don't listen to CDs for media. I do have, you know, my CD collection, which is, you know, collecting dust. Um, I imagine there's some sort of streaming option. No. Uh, oh. Dave's picks are all about giving the physical CD people, uh, people who appreciate that format, something hmm. just for them. Um, okay. usually they make their, well, all these tapes are initially available online in, uh, in their regular forms, but yeah, I'll no, right it's right. just for CD folks. Okay. Cause then they could package it up and that's what you're paying yeah. for also. And right. Yeah, okay. exactly. Interesting. Okay. All right. Good to know. Yeah. It's, and it's usually nice, you know, CDs, you'll get a little bit better quality than you'll get from a streamer. Next yeah. up in our Channel 6 segment is... I'm going to actually pass this over to Fig to, um, <laughs> inch to uh, for at least the introduction. <laughs> and then sure. we are going to... Um, but yeah, you know, I'll, I'll let Fig explain a little bit more. Okay, so, you know, from time to time, you know, we are creatures of the Grateful Dead subreddit. 
And from time to time, you know, the whole memeing theme of Reddit sneaks its way into the Grateful Dead subreddit. And um, we had a meme, a Reddit meme, find its way and get some uh, purchase uh, within the, the subreddit. It's This is the whole Elf on the Shelf. You know, you've heard of Elf on the Shelf. We'll get ready for. I'm sure a lot of people have seen um, similar types of memes um, online the past couple weeks. So we have here some elf on the shelf uh, grateful dead theme elf on the shelf memes so um what we're going to do is i well, we're each gonna i think what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna say you've heard of elf on the shelf get ready for and i'm gonna tell one of our co-hosts to open the link and tell the audience what the meme is so i will start with the first one so you've heard of elf on the shelf get ready for Okay, so it's Pigpen on Big Ben. <laughs> nice, good. Which is which is pretty good. That's a good one. That's a good one. All right, so Nob, get ready. You've heard of Elf on the Shelf. Get ready for Brent in event. Good, good. Personal favorite. All right, you've heard, <laughs> you've heard of Elf on the Shelf. Get ready for game. Icky in the quickie, Mart. <laughs> no, you didn't do it right. <laughs> oh, this really name. is like Christmas cracker jokes. Oh, Mickey Hart in the quickie bar. <laughs> yeah. right, Which now, is that's now, a really good rhyme. That's a complicated are, rhyme. Right that's there. the only one that I'll stand by. That's the good one. We are uh, we are figuring things out as we go here, folks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, you've heard yeah. of Elf on the Shelf. Get ready for Nob. Wook in a breakfast nook. <laughs> oh, is that what that is? Yeah. <laughs> what about this? Did not? Did you not get? Okay. In the pre-show, I was told that oh, it's a I was the only oh. one. I'll understand this because I'm in the scene. No one under thirty can get this. Is what was said to me. <laughs> game, game. Yeah, did that's... you get this one? I probably would have. I'm just looking at it now for the first time. Uh, Wook and Breakfast Nook. It does does go together in my mind, so I probably would have gotten it. But I can understand how someone might be confused. Yeah, I was pretty confused at that one. I jump on um, these quick. My my parents don't let me watch Jeopardy with them anymore. Wook at an Airbnb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he looks cozy. All right, um, game. You're up. You've heard of off on the shelf. Get ready for game. Jerry on a ferry. Come on down. <laughs> and this Jerry, I think that's his uh Egypt pose. Yeah, that's his yeah, Egypt like pose. Egypt. Definitely. Yeah, he's got definitely. the pyramids in the background, but he's just on definitely some sort of... ready to go exploring. <laughs> yeah. Um all right. So I got the last one. You've heard of Elf on the Shelf. Get ready for let me figure out how to open these. Okay, so it's Bob on a cob. <laughs> it's literally like <laughs> A bunch of pictures, the same picture of of Bob Weir on. Um, you a imagine each, how slow they curl. would all sing "Shakedown Street." Is <laughs> Bobby Corncob Choir? Yeah, that was, I just that imagine was... like the individual corn cobs as he as he sings, just slowly starting to pop. Yeah. <laughs> and at the end of it, buttery. just a big, big. <laughs> yeah, it's just a big bowl of buttery Bob Weir. Buttery Bob on a cob. <laughs> All right, so that's your Elf on the Shelf takeover of um, the Grateful Dead subreddit for the week in audio podcast format.
And I'm going to kick it over to my friend, Game, to uh, continue with our show. Folks, this is called content creation. All the kids are Hashtag doing Hashtag content. <laughs> um, once again, this week's main event is December 28th, 1969, in the wild and a wonderful world known as Hollywood, Florida, at the Hollywood Pop Festival. Uh, since this was 1969, uh, this is Primal Dead, and this was a one-set show. Um, and I'm just going to go ahead and read the set, and we'll go ahead and give our normal thoughts. So, show opened up with Black Peter, then we got Me and My Uncle, China Cat Sunflower, and we got a nice little jam, I Know You Writer, High Time, Cumberland Blues, Good Lovin', Drums, Good Lovin', Cold Rain and Snow, Hard to Handle, Mason's Children, and the show ended with a 17-minute turn on your love light. Um, Nob, what were your thoughts on December 28th, 1969? Sure. I'm probably going to like this show more than the two of you. Uh, <laughs> I'm more of a Primal Dead person from the start. But this show is interesting, and I, I don't know how gross this is about to sound. But you're hearing 70s Dead emerge from the cocoon of Primal Dead. Wow. Like, it's still, it's still got the grit. You've still got Mickey doing his weird percussion toys. You've still got the Phil harmonies. But it's all new rep, almost entirely songs that they hadn't been doing yet until 1969. Um, and it's, it's, it feels very transitional, this show. Um, a bluesy start to Black Peter. Uh... I like it. Uh, the bridge loses a little bit of oomph, but the verses, it sounds really nice. Um, in general, this tape is a little bit rough. The, the harmonies are particularly brutal. They're, they get really crunchy in the audio. Um, but it's, it's a good show underneath the tape. Uh, I find me and my uncle. Um, I really like this China Rider. Uh, it's an old school China cat. It's got the descending organ line, which I love. Um, it's an early China rider. It's out of 524. This is the 18th. So we're still in early days. It's got some nice psychedelic energy. No crazy jams, but it hits. It's got more of a country vibe. Even Jerry's China cat solo has a little bit of twang to it. Uh, I love the I Know You Rider. That is a highlight of this early part of the set for me. The band is super into it. You can hear Bobby Wu at one point. Jerry's really passionate in the vocals. It's a lot of fun. Um, a nice high time. It loses a little bit of steam by the end for me, but it's fun. I like the Cumberland. This was the first song that I really started to think about this, this cocoon idea. Um, because it really does feel like primal dead playing a 70s dead tune um jerry's cumberland solo is fire it, it's just nice hearing a jerry that's a little bit younger a little bit scrappier hungrier he's got something to prove here and it's really cool phil's baseline is also really nice it is a fast good lovin and they are cowards for cutting good lovin out of the tape the fact that this good lovin is only five minutes is i'll say it a crime um, <laughs> it's fun. It is weird. Wait, what do you to mean me. they cut it out? 
it's a bit of the tape. It starts to fade and then comes back in. That good love oh. is definitely longer than five minutes. Oh, uh, I think you're right. Yeah. It's fine. You know, it's not the end of the world. I'll live for not hearing all 25 minutes or whatever of a good loving. But, you know, I was a little bummed. Um, it is weird to me that Pigpen is doing good loving, hard to handle, and turn on your love light all in the same night. Those are all Pigpen monologue songs. You don't get any easy next time you see me's or, or, or King B or whatever. It's just these, these ones. It's just interesting to me. Um, Hard to Handle is great. Uh, it's a little bit slower than uh, you'll get even from 71, uh, but it lets everybody really stretch their legs. Pigpen gets some nice stuff in. Uh, Jerry, even Pigpen... The thing with Pigpen's vocal runs to me is that a lot of the time, the words don't matter that bad. I don't know if this is a hot take, but to me, similar to when Donna would vocally improvise, it's about the sound of the voice in there with the other instruments. And this is a hard to handle where Pigpen's monologue almost starts to feel like a musical solo by the end. He's even got this like, yeah, 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 as if he's a guitar doing bends. And then Jerry comes on top, and he just keeps going and going. It's a great hard to handle. These last three songs of the set, I love. I'll go out there and say it. Um, Mason's Children was really fun, really groovy. Uh, I was impressed that they made 4-4 sound weird. I, I don't know if that makes any sense to anyone that doesn't live in my brain. In Mason's? Yeah. There's a bit in that jam where it, if you sit down and count, it's in 4-4, four, four, but it was just so all over the place and a little off-settling that it didn't feel like it. And I'm always impressed with composers that can make weird time signatures sound normal and quote-unquote normal time signatures sound weird. And this is a great example of the second. Um, I am probably going to be the only one that says this tonight, but I really liked this Turn On Your Love Light. <laughs> um, it was... It was a really fun start, an energetic couple of first verses, and then they made this really monster sound. Like, it just got loud, and it was really cool, because then it suddenly got very quiet, except for drums, pig pen singing, and uh, 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 Jerry's guitar over top each other. It's really cool. Pig pen definitely runs out of stuff to say, <laughs> but again, it's about the sound of the voice, not the words that he's saying. At one point, the jam moves to E minor, and that's really cool. Uh, hearing Pigpen and Jerry's guitar going together is really cool. When it gets low and quiet, that's really cool. When the crowd sucks at clapping, they're so bad at clapping to the beat of Turn On Your Love Light. And it's really cool. It starts to become its own weird polyrhythm. I can't tell if this is the tape or the show, but he, they do a key change. I'm pretty sure that's just the tape switching but that was really cool the only real blemish is that they switched to a more weird sounding tape in the last minute but i really enjoyed the journey that love light took me on um i wouldn't call it my favorite primal dead show but i really enjoyed what i listened to and after that i'm gonna breathe for a minute so fig what did you think <laughs> Yeah, catch, catch a breath, my friend. Um, I'm, I'm happy you liked it. Because um, I, I was not as big of a fan. Yeah, um, 
the number one thing I did like about this show was it highlighted a lucid and loose and maybe even a little bit sober pig pen. Um, this is definitely a pig show, um, as Nob alluded to. And, uh, um, you know, it was cool to kind of see this snapshot of pig, you know, kind of as almost the band leader, um, because as, as we know, that's, you know, going to go away pretty soon. Um, so the other, you know, kind of piece of trivia I put out there is that the show does not start with Black Peter. That'd be a weird way to start a show. Um, especially at a pop festival. So there are probably a couple songs missing and it'd be interesting to know what those songs were. I think those are lost to history, but the, the tape starts in about halfway through Black Peter. Um, and you know, it's a decent version. It's not my favorite Black Peter. We've been featuring a heck of a lot of Black Peters lately. Um, usually at the end of shows, um, it's when the dead slot in Black Peter, but this one was, uh, probably a couple songs in and, um, all I can say is it had a decent uh, Jerry solo. Yeah, it was a little bit more bluesier than, than what we'd usually hear. Uh, we get to Me and My Uncle, which was good. Nothing much to say. China Rider, uh, I really like the transition into Rider. I thought it was just a um, pretty good uh, version overall. The, the harmonies were actually pretty good uh, in a night where I wasn't a huge fan of, of the harmonies. Uh, we get to High Time, where the harmonies were actually pretty decent. Um, and... Uh, and then we get to Cumberland Blues, where I thought this was probably the highlight of the night for me was Cumberland Blues. Uh, Jerry was playing great, Billy was playing great, and Phil was just all over the place. Uh, Jerry had this kind of rhythmic soloing. Uh, he wasn't really playing you know, too much melody. He was just kind of playing on the rhythm, and it, it just sounded fantastic with everything else going on. Um, so the Cumberland Blues is not to be missed. Uh, and then we get into Good Lovin', which I thought was a decent version. Uh, Billy starts doing a solo, which I thought was um, actually really good. Th there was one song, and I don't know what song that was, but it was a Billy's solo into another song. Like the Billy was a transi transition. Mm -hmm. I, I forget exactly where that was placed in the set. But uh, we get into a Cold Rain Snow. Uh, good. I don't have much to say about it. Hard to handle. Um, pretty much the same thing. The cool thing about Hard to Handle is we start getting into really the last, the second part of the set is, the highlight for me was not so much the music as it was the banter, uh, because we do get a lot of um, uh, just, I, a lot of Pig, a, a lot of Jerry too, uh, Bobby saying some some interesting stuff, so so Pig is on the mic, and apparently people were, I guess, rushing the stage or, or finding places to fill near the stage, and they were near some towers, um, and uh, probably towers of amps, and also near some wires. And so you hear Pig, who is not from the Deep South, but Pig in, in a very Southern accent, you know, kind of like Louisiana Southern, talking about towers and wires. Uh, it was it was it was very interesting that he he went you know kind of Cajun with his accent at that point. Um, and and then and then he was. Essentially saying, "Hey, you know, be careful." And then at the, at some point, he was like, "Ah, forget it. Just do what you want," which is a very Grateful Dead thing to say. Um, at one point, Jerry tells someone that they they have their lens cap on, <laughs> which is which is pretty awesome. Um, definitely another sign of the time. You know, people actually have cameras that they're uh, with lens caps. Um, Mason's Children again. I, I've said, I've you know, my hot take for Mason's is that if this is what the Grateful Dead sounded like throughout their entire career we would not still be talking about them uh it's very much a sign of not, i don't say it's a sign of the times but it's a song of the times 
And this one was was not a particularly good version of Mason's uh, really poor harmonies. Um, there was a decent jam at the end, uh, if you can make it through. And then we get to Love Light. Um, I had a hard time really enjoying this Love Light, or most Love Lights in general. You know, my hot take for Love Light is that it just makes me think of you know music that my dad enjoyed in college, <laughs> like, or like seeing my dad at like I don't know, like a bar mitzvah, or like some sort of wedding, like dancing, and like that's what he would be dancing to is is, is love light um the one interesting thing i i got out of love light is um the, there was a chord or, or a slight chord progression around the uh, 12 minute mark that actually sounded like yeah. eyes um there was uh some interesting you know kind of proto eyes jamming going on uh in love light if you can make it through it but that's my take on 12 28 69 at the hollywood pop festival um, I'm going to kick it over to Game, and then I found a poster of the, you know, advertising the Hollywood uh, Pop Festival. We can talk about some of the other bands that were there. Uh, but Game, why don't you tell us about your thoughts with 122869? Yeah, I'm actually surprised uh, before I dive into my thoughts on 122869. Uh, two things. One, uh, I love that poster. Um, yeah, while cool. I while I don't really care too much for Primal Dead, uh, I do have a soft spot for Primal Dead posters. Um, and mm -hmm. just seeing everybody on that bill, um, you would have absolutely found me at the canned heat set. Like, absolutely nice. guaranteed. Um, and two, uh, the 49ers just scored a touchdown, and I'm surprised you didn't hear me cheer <laughs> off microphone. <laughs> oh, I thought you were cheering me on. I was like, yeah. <laughs> um, right on. What an insightful point about Mason's children. <laughs> I support that hot take. That's how I hope all of our listeners listen to the podcast at home. I mean, they I mean they they do, right? Yeah. Um anyway, um so while I'm not a huge fan of Primal Dead, this show was good. Um my main complaints about this show um, were mostly audio quality based, and yeah. it's a 1969 show, and I was listening to it with one earbud, so I guess it's to be expected. Um, Black Peter, I enjoy. True. Black Peter, I enjoyed. I thought that was good. Um, it it took me a little bit to get going with it because the um, the opening sounded all cattywampus. Uh, yeah. But once once I got got over that, really enjoyed it. Uh, me and my uncle was good. Um, China Cat, I know you, Ryder was good. Uh, really enjoyed High Time. Um, I agree. Probably Cumberland Blues was probably my favorite um, of this show. Uh, however, I also really enjoyed Good Lovin' and Cold Rain and Snow. Um, I'm not sure if I really loved Cold Rain and Snow because. Uh, here today in central Pan uh, central Pennsylvania, it was nothing but cold rain and snow, um, yeah. so it kind of fit the mood. Uh, Did but, you guys get hit pretty hard? Um, we actually only got the cold rain portion, and not oh, so okay. much the uh, not so much the snow portion, but plenty of ice and sleet. So. Cold rain, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, hard to handle was okay. Um, I'm not a fan of Mason's Children. Uh, and turn on your love light was okay. Um, again, I'm not crazy big into the um ramblings ping pan stuff but um that was it was good um and i do agree with you knob on your take on um especially when you said about donna it's not so much what she says 
it's how it sounds. Yeah. And I agree with you a thousand percent. She can yip and yell and make all the, the, the nonsense she, she wants. But if it flows, it's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I agree with that take a hundred percent. Um, Donna's vocals are often a saxophone. And yeah. a lot of time, Pigpen's vocals do kind of feel like a harmonica to me. Yeah, it's, um, and just like Pigpen, while it's like, I don't care for it. Yeah. I understand it, and I understand yeah. why people like it. So, yeah. yeah. And now I see Fig. Pretty profound you, I, I like that thought. Uh, yeah. I see here, Fig, that you expanded the. Um, I just found another. <laughs> another. Yeah, look uh, how low JPEG. the band is is built. <laughs> That's hmm. nuts to me. Well, it was before Working Man's and uh, American no, I was, Beauty. I, no, I meant the band. Oh. Oh, yeah. The band that we focus on every week. No, 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 sorry. (laughs) That's what I meant. The band, like, the the band. I mean, even like Johnny Winter. Um, He's on third. Um, The Who were not there. No. The Miami Rock Festival. It was, what, $20? The Rock Festival of the 60s. Don't come down with that. Oh, Hollywood is near Miami, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, um, we're, we're still the same. Uh, NASCAR, I think, had a racetrack in Hollywood. Yeah, that's, and that's they, where and, it they, is. And, and they used to call it Miami. <laughs> it's the Miami Hollywood Speedway Park. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Santana. Slowly devolve into us going, no, but where was this show actually? We're going to do it. We're going to do the detective work live on air. I mean, did the show actually happen? You know, this could be a Cornell situation. Prove it, right? There's. um. There's bands I don't know on here, and no. a, a considerable amount. Um, I don't know if I would camp out in, uh, well, December in Miami it could be worse. So, but so, um, with this lineup, so, yeah, this yeah. So just so folks know what, what we're discussing, um, here's here's the lineup of the, oh, yeah. um, which were the um, last rock festival of the '60s. That's like, um, what a cool line that is. That is really yeah, that's cool. just great. Yeah, I agree. You guys ever hear? Uh, I forget. I forget. I think it was Futurama or or Simpsons, but it was like, and that's the day the '60s ended for me, December thirty first, nineteen sixty nine. I'm sorry, just a throwaway line. Um, Always loved it. So I'm gonna guess Santana, since he's at the top of the bill here, was the headliner. Gotta uh, be of yeah. this. Uh, I guess Miami '60s. I guess that makes sense. Uh, so uh, this festival had Santana, uh, Canned Heat. Uh, Smith. What is Smith? And I don't know. Simon the Smiths. That that was my first thought, but I'm like, no, I don't think so. Definitely not the Smiths. <laughs> no, not um, Crow. Not not the Black Crows. Not familiar. Vanilla no. Fudge. Not familiar. Is he that rapper? Vaguely familiar. <laughs> I think it is that rapper. Uh, Grateful Fudge Dead, Fudge which maybe? which I think uh, I think we know a couple of songs of theirs. Uh, oh. The Butterfield Blues Band. Yeah, Paul Butterfield. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, they they're play fun. blues. Right? I mean, yeah, they're. I mean, they're, they're '60s white guy blues, but they're really good '60s white guy blues. BB uh, King started all. Yeah. Uh, Hugh. I'm gonna pronounce this last name very incorrectly. Uh, Maskella. Hugh Maskella. That sounds familiar. Why does that sound familiar to me? Uh, he he's has a, a Wikipedia South African page. trumpeter, fugal hornist, cornetist, singer, and composer. He is wow. my favorite oh, 
Grazing Jungles. in the Grass. Ah, okay. Would be that, what you'd probably know him from. Yes, 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 yes. Um, Tony Joe White? Never no heard idea. of him. Biff Rose? No idea. The Legend? Amboy Dukes? Nope. That uh, sounds familiar, too, for some reason, and I don't know why. Um, The Turtles? Yeah. I just say the, the, the Turtles... The turtles font looks like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles font to anybody else. It does. It, it, like, now that yeah, you mention yeah. that, it, it's <laughs> actually kind of shocking how much that looks like the actual 1980s turtles word. Wow. To think this we were the, this the close to effect. Teenage Mutant Ninja Crows. We um. Or Teenage Mutant Ninja Santana. You you, you know what, Fig? If if you show that to the right um people, there could probably be a lawsuit still. <laughs> that would come up from this from somewhere. Um, then the last few bands on this, so we can wrap up here, is um, Motherload. Nope. Uh, then, of course, the band, uh, Johnny Winter, and then Sweetwater. And don't forget Cold Blood. Yeah, oh, yeah, Cold Blood, Cold, Cold Blood. Blood. I absolutely miss Cold Blood. And that was December 27th, 28th, and 29th. Uh, and it looks like for uh, a ticket was $20. Yeah. Oh wow! Don't come without a ticket. Could you, could you imagine a twenty dollars music festival? In no, literally, I just got I got Peach Fest tickets the other day. And I I'm was pretty sure it was a hundred and ten, <laughs> and they still haven't announced the lineup. Well, uh, did you get the um? Well, it did you will get the have super been... duper lawn tickets, or did you get the basic super lawn tickets, or the lawn plus oh, tickets with the parking plus or the three parking plus? I, I did I whatever the bare minimum more. was that I still get a seat. I was That's on Insta- I, I was on Instagram looking at the comments and people were like, "Oh, it's super annoying that they're they're uh, sectioning off just." Yeah, people were like really big own. and like this is like corporate gone crazy. <laughs> it's more obnoxious than Elf on the Shelf memes. I think I literally saw probably not looking at camping options, probably seven or eight different like. Yeah, tears. Oh yeah, tears. With like the bottom of the barrel being like 120 bucks, yeah, and that's last the... year there were still three or four tiers, and there's way more this year. Yeah, and and that 120 dollars is the early bird, super duper. Yep. You you love jam band so much, so we'll give you a deal for three days. <laughs> like... But I, I'm still looking forward to going. Yeah. No, I um. I sent it. I sent if it to my buddy. If you see me at Peach Fest, this isn't hypocrisy. <laughs> yeah. I sent it to my buddy who um, we do dead and we saw Goose and Trey, and yeah. I'm like, we have to keep an eye out because uh, I'm sure J Rad's going to be there. Um, no idea if Billy's going to be there. Uh, I'm yeah. assuming. I'm assuming Goose. Um, There's a good chance. I mean, last year I literally Saturday night the two headliners were Trey Band and then Goose. Yeah. So uh, um, that was the only time I've seen Goose. Yeah. So it's definitely. Um, something I want to keep. I, I guess that releases tomorrow. The lineup. So yep, I want so it'll be out by the time this episode airs. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we'll see how correct we are with the lineup. Uh, definitely want to try to get up there this year. Uh, last year, I remember I couldn't go to Billy. I think Billy was on a Thursday, if I remember correctly. Yeah, he was the first night. Yeah, and I had some something stupid work related. Uh, now I never leave my house, so there should be no reason I cannot attend such an event. Uh, I hear that, and 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 that's why I have separation anxiety when I do leave the house. But anyway, that is a different story for a different day. 
All right. So uh, we are now up to our Book of the Dead. Um, and I will kick off this this portion here. If there was a Book of the Dead for only Primal Dead, I would say yes. This is probably my favorite Primal Dead show. Is it my favorite show? Absolutely not. Is there other Primal Dead shows that I might like more than this? Maybe. But I also think that in my mind, and I know this is probably not accurate, but in my mind, Primal Dead ends December 31st, 69. And <laughs> it kind of everything starts in 1970. Right, and and we're getting pretty close to that 1970s you know, sweet spot, so maybe that's why I like it so much. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, if it was only a Primal Dead, yes, for me. Uh, how about you, Fig? Okay, Um, just to answer the question, no, but I will say that... Oh, that was 71. Okay, yeah, uh, Primal Dead just does not do it for me at least at this point um i still haven't found that show for me and this certainly was not it but um there certainly is a lot of primal dead out there yeah. um and we'll keep featuring it because uh that's what we do um and and, and we'll, we'll go from there um Nob, what are your thoughts um yeah i mean if there was a, an only primal dead book of the dead i'd put it in there in general i would say no but if it was a nicer tape, I would say yes. Um, so, but I am going to say no. So we have two yeses if there was only books of the Primal Dead uh, and one no. Uh, so really, I guess it's three no's. <laughs> um, and as always, um, since there is no um, set two for the show... After this episode, please stick around for uh, to hear the entirety of December 28th, 1969. So now, normally, we go into our Reddit comments and we wrap the show up. However, this week we have a brand new hot segment. And as I was sitting here, uh, I just sent a theme song for it. And I'm going to play the theme song. The theme song is It's Knob Talk. It's Knob Talk. It's Knob Talk. Yeah! It's Knob Talk. Woo! All right. This Love is it. <laughs> new, this is the new, uh, at least for this week, weekly segment known as Knob Talk. And Knob, I'm going to pass the floor over to you because I do believe you have some wild, fun, and wacky stats for the past year. Give me a second to get over the song. That was incredible. <laughs> yeah. Um, what a year it's been for us on the Help on the Way podcast. So many amazing episodes. So many amazing memories. I'll always remember where I was when I uh, said the phrase Uncle John's Beef Broth. Um, <laughs> so along the way, we've listened to many songs. Uh, we've listened to this year... 178 unique songs across all of the various shows, coming to a total of 862 total songs over all of the various a shows. A lot of music. A lot of music. 
Of that, the most played song, uh, besides drums, of course, uh, is playing in the band, which was played 18 times. Uh, <laughs> which is consistent most... with the Grateful Dead's most played songs, too, right? Yes. Like that, That's up there, too, yeah. Our top 10 is pretty close to the Grateful Dead's top 10. The only real glaring oh, omission is that we haven't gotten that many uh, the other ones compared to the Dead. Um, okay. The most there are, it's actually a tie for the most uh, uh, the year that we've listened to the most this year. Uh, a tie between 1969 and 1981, uh, five shows in each of those years. Wow. Um, and there are now seven years that we didn't hear a single show from this year. That is 1974, 1982, 1986, 1988, 1990, 1994, and 1995. Not counting the early, early 60s, which I know are not accounted for here. Um, Swarm, we had a 94, but we had a bunch of 93s, I think. We had a, we've had three 93s, no 94. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. I tried those... to find which was the song the dead played the most that we haven't gotten yet, but I had no way of finding that without manually scrubbing each song and then checking if we heard it. And after about three minutes, that became unbearable. So, <laughs> these are the stats I've got. I'm cool, surprised man. we haven't had a 1990. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, you know, I, I will say, The Dead played a lot of music in the 80s. Yeah. I mean, oh, so, you know, did you guys see that? I think it was on the subreddit where someone actually had a pie chart of when the, when the Grateful Dead played all their music. And it was a lot in the 80s and 90s. Like, it was like yeah. a surprising amount. Um, and not so much in the 70s. And like, like a bunch in the 60s for, you know, the five or so years that they were around. Which was surprising to me. Yeah. Well, it's... it's the 80s don't have as much. There is a, an obvious break in the 80s of, of Jerry and his coma. But that was right. less than a year the long. 70s. They were back, mm -hmm. whereas, yeah, the 70s, they're on a break from October of 74, really until June of 76, about a year and a half with wow. only a handful of shows in between. Um, right. So it does the make sense shows we've gotten offs. more 80s. Yeah. This Damn. is probably a conversation for another time because we are getting a little bit long in this podcast, but I really don't Short think... Show. It's worth it. I really don't think that Jerry the coma and the comeback from the coma mm -hmm. get nearly enough love from like mm. it does from grateful dead fans obviously but from like mainstream mm. music just in general yeah. like that should be it's like miraculous yeah yeah that should be like uh when doc gooden threw the no hitter on acid like that should be like renowned it's that, it like, is interesting that they focus on the tragic end of Jerry, the health issues that ended Jerry's life, and not... Yeah, the coma is a very interesting story. Because truthfully, um, and, and this is where um, we'll probably pivot, um, not pivot, but wrap up after this. Um, my favorite, at least one of my, if not in the top five, top three, like Grateful Dead uh, moments, songs, whatever, um, is the Candyman after the coma, like yeah. first show back in Oakland, um, and you That's hear the, the odd, yeah, and and you listen to the odd, 
And um, there's a YouTube video where it's audience footage mm. synced up with the odd. And with the odd or the soundboard? No, the odd. Okay. And and when he says the candy man's back in town, holy oh. holy shit. Like yeah. like like the fuck like literally the roof blows off of the Oakland Coliseum. And I'm like, that is the fucking coolest shit ever. <laughs> like that is just so cool. And literally like it hardly gets spoke about. Like the whole thing. Like it's just it's wild. Anyway, that's my soapbox for the evening. I like that. Well, yeah, I mean, um, Nob, thanks for, you know, including those stats. It's It's been an interesting year. Um, you yeah. know, this is kind of a, a year in retrospective, but it's also the first year of the podcast. Um, do we know when exactly? I remember kind of texting you guys around this time in December, and Game and I had been kind of flirting with the idea for a while. But then I texted you guys around this time, and I was like, in the new year, let's do this. Like, this is 2022. Yeah. And everybody agreed. So it's definitely in January that we that we started. Nam, do you have uh, data on that? I'm I'm pretty sure that it was the very beginning of February, uh, but I'm not a hundred percent on that. I think you uh, are correct with the beginning of February. All right, we'll have to look we'll have to look back into that. But um, it's well, yeah, because you're right. Because this is not our fifty what second uh, podcast. No, this is our forty seventh. Okay, so we're getting close. But anyway, it's been a great year. I'm glad we're doing this. This is a lot of fun. And, um, you know, here's to, uh, you know, here's to the future. And it'll be interesting to see what the project gives us to remind the audience we have no control over what we listen to. Uh, essentially, I just created a spreadsheet of all the Grateful Dead shows and hit random. And so we kind of check down the spreadsheet and, and the next show is the next show. Um, so it's really cool to hear that the songs that we've listened to um, actually track, you know, in with the Grateful Dead's most played songs. Um, I don't know. Statistically, maybe that actually makes sense, but um, it's just interesting that, that the project is revealing that as well. And um, yeah, here's to the future. Um, so uh, game, why don't you uh, introduce next week's show? Next week, we are featuring April 4th, 1986 Hartford civic center, Hartford, Cal- uh, Hartford, California, Hartford, Connecticut. Um, oh, set one closes with uh, "Keep Your Day Job." Of course, that's just it's just. You I know, got the comment at the bottom there. Game doesn't go away. Uh, oh, it's the final yes, version. It does. <laughs> Keep your day <laughs> job. Doesn't go away. All right, look at that. We should have started the new year with this one. It's like a well, like, day it, it job goes, new year. It goes away for the Grateful Dead. It doesn't necessarily go yeah, away from right. our project. Yeah, so it doesn't yeah. necessarily work that way. Uh, but yeah. Um, other than the that, viewers though, will, will know that day job has been a, a punching bag for this uh, podcast for right. pretty much um, its entire existence. As well as the greater Grateful Dead community. <laughs> sure, <laughs> yeah. That's not a hot um, take. Looks like a solid show. Um, yeah. 86. Crazy so that's in my wheelhouse. You get a candy man. You get a crazy fingers. Uh, get a, an 86 smokestack um which i i can't normally i can look at a song in a year and kind of like hear it in my mind i can't hear a night a, a mid 80s smokestack for some reason so i'm interested in that um uh turn on your love light with a box of rain encore um yeah this touch, looks like a touch to lead uh, off set two 
yeah, this looks like a, when um when was Touch of Grey? I think it was eighty seven. I'm actually googling that right now. Yeah, yeah so this is no, before this is, it was this is three months launch. before the coma. Oh, okay, interesting. Three months before the coma, and then Touch of Grey really hit mainstream in eighty seven. In eighty seven. Yeah, because they came back from the coma and recorded and released uh, the video uh, in the dark oh. and Touch of Grey alongside yeah, it. I don't think I necessarily put together the narrative between the coma and Touch of Grey and yeah. the popularity. That's really cool. That is so cool. And, it, and, and it's called The Grateful Dead. You know, like that is so yeah. cool. Black Muddy really River's neat. more intentionally written in response to the, that song didn't exist until after the coma, but... um. Yeah, Touch of Grey very much took on that extra life of we will get by, we will survive, because he did. Right, and and the music video is going from them being skeletons to them being actually real-life people, which is, yeah. you know, yeah, symbolic of, of what of happened to A mix of iconography and, yeah, a morbid. Yeah, and that, oh my god, that's so good. There's so many layers to this <laughs> band, and, and, and that's why this podcast, you know, can function, right? Like, not only do yeah. we have access to it, but, like, there's just so much to talk about. Uh, and so cool. Yeah. I'm excited for this one. All right. Let's go ahead and do our, uh, bookkeeping here for the evening. As always, please smash the subscribe button and like, and share with any and all of your grateful dead loving and non grateful dead loving friends and family. Um, in fact, um, holiday season, everyone's gathering around at home. All the families are together. Grab the Bluetooth speaker during holiday dinner and put on the podcast. Let everyone hear it. <laughs> um, you may also find us at wherever podcasts are downloaded. Uh, however, if you happen to use a service that rhymes with the word Jobify, you won't find us on that one. However, you will find us on any other podcast platform. You may find us directly on the web at helponthewaypod.podbean.com. You may email us at helponthewaypod at gmail.com. You may find us on Reddit at reddit.com slash r slash Grateful Dead. And, of course, uh, twitch.tv slash the GD channel will be relaunching probably in 2023, uh, if not sooner. Um, that is everything for me for this evening. Um, any final words for you, Fig or Knob? I'll just end uh, the podcast the same way I started, which was ho, ho, ho. Um, our first episode aired on February 1st, 2022. Okay. But we recorded it earlier, obviously. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is not a live January. podcast. No. I wish it was live. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, one of these days, we will be on an AM radio station or a ham radio station yeah, simulcasting yeah. this. I mean, we could do time. Reddit live. Like that's something that we could do. No, I want to be on an actual radio station. I want. We could do your Twitch, man. <laughs> I want to be. I I want to mount an antenna to the house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a ham be... radio. No, yeah, I want to like take over. Sports... I want to take over ninety three five. I want. I want to take over. <laughs> I want to take over WTPA Pirate Radio and just yeah, between eight and nine on a Wednesday, be like, "What's happening? Someone's overpowering the signal." <laughs> anyway, I'm silly because I drink an energy drink and I'm watching football. So in that case, um, that's everything for us. Um, happy holidays um, as well to everybody. 
And that's it. Uh, please stick around for the entire show of uh, December 28th, 1969. Um, and that is it for us this evening on the Help on the Way podcast.
went out a minute ago. Uh, they're not drawing very loud now. The monitors went out on the last line of that song. So, uh, We're going to hassle for a minute. Oh, they seem to be coming sort of back. Well, huh. the way you like it, I guess.
Don't put a drip of silver that morning. 
wish I was a headline on a northbound train. I wish I was a headline on a northbound train. You know, I'd shine my light through the cool Colorado rain. I know you had a corner. Was having a high 
Could have. 
Little Ben Clocks is quartered in. You kept me up till four. I gotta get down. I gotta get down. Or I can't work no more.
Thor's work, boys. Hey, howdy monitors. Howdy monitors, boys. Doctor, 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 doctor
what you want, your daddy, just to be alright. I said, baby, 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 baby. Don't blow 
Well, I've married me a wife. She's been trouble all my life. Rock me out in the cold rain and snow. Rain and snow. Run out in the cold rain and snow. Run me out in the cold rain and snow.
We's tuning up now. Hey, how come you guys can't come up this way closer a little bit? I mean, ain't no cops around. I don't see none. Well, you've done it, Pigpen. Now you've done it. Hey, be real Watch out careful for the of wires. wires Watch out for the wires. Be really careful of these wires. Yeah, if you, if you, Otherwise, if you mess we'll up, all come down on top of you. And you wouldn't want that, would you? Just be careful of them towers and wires. They'll come down Just on your be head. Real they'll cool, be disaster. You know? Come on, everybody can come up. You might, you might, you might want to back up a taste on account of if you if you're real up close, you can't see or hear shit. Hey, your lens cap is on you. Also, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. One of the towers already did fall down, so I, I'd like you to, to cool it from them wires and the towers. Just don't mess with the wires or the towers and things, it's going to be fine. And the man over here says, don't push on the fence. You tune in? Too hard to handle. Remember, uh, at least uh, at least 50% of all this is to make it so that uh, somebody who's afraid somewhere is going to know that it's cool because everybody's going to be cool. And that means, you know, don't anybody get hurt. It's what it's all about.
thing, let me light your candle, cause mama, I'm so hard to handle Yes, I mean. Thank you. Listen, I've just been informed that you guys got to move back a taste because if them things fall down, it's in trouble city for you. They just asked you to like to move back. McIntyre told me that. So you can either move back or you can stay, but if you stay, you might get smashed. So it's your decision. Okay, now we told you, all right? The warning is there. We have, uh, well, forget it. Just do what you want.
laughs on Wednesday. We chalk it up to fate. All his children ran here. They never hid so well before. So they never show their face again. Thursday came and Friday. The fire's tall and bright. Mason's children cooked the stew and cleaned up when the feast was through.
Without a warning, you broke my heart. Taking it, baby, so a little apart. And you left for me standing in the dark crowd. Said your love for me was dying. So come on, baby. And I need you, baby, to make things all right. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Baby, please. Baby, please. Begging you, baby. Begging you, baby. Oh, my knees. Turn on your light. Well, turn on your light. Shine on me. Let's shine on me. Shine on your love. Shine on me. Let's shine on me. Let's shine on me. Let's shine on me. Shine on me. Working on the 
And if everything else gets done And I'm still hungry And one thing I ask my baby I said, please Ma'am, if you please Turn on your light Let it shine Let it shine For me Let your love light shine, darling Cause that special little thing you got now Make me feel so fine Yes, it did. Start real low. And I said, darling. She said, what? I said, baby. She said, what? I said, why don't you let your light shine? Turn it up on me. Don't I need Every time I get set on it. I just forgot to make me feel pretty good. Got to make me feel pretty nice. Just got to make me feel pretty good. Got a knee. All I hear. I asked my baby, please, one time. Shine on your light. Let it shine on me. 
Shine on your light. Let it shine on me. Let it shine on me. Let it shine. That's all I need. Let it shine. You make me feel pretty good. Some of your love make me feel pretty nice. Most of the time, it's got to be nice. That special little thing you got. Especially the way you do, it's got to be nice. I make me feel nice. Make me feel good. Any old way, any old way. And I just asked my baby one time, I said, let it shine, let it shine, shine on me. That's all I need. Mama, soul I need. Mama, got to, I got to make my feel, feel pretty good. So I'm my baby one time. Shine on me, let it shine. Shine on me, let it shine. Shine on me, some of I need. Some of your love. Shine on me, let it shine. Shine on me, sweet little lights you got. Shine on me, let it shine. Everybody. Early in the morning, shine on me, let it shine, shine on me, shine on me, shine on me, shine on me. Got to be up, shine on me, got to be alright, shine on me, shine on me, shine on me, shine on me, early in the morning, shine on me, shine on me. I don't want it all, shine on me, just a little bit.
The Grateful Dead, everybody. The Grateful Dead. <laughs>